think I need, I think I need another cheeseburger. While you were while you were busy logging on with your Mac doing OS updates and diddling yourself, probably to some yeah. you know fifteen minute porn circa nineteen ninety three. Me and Alan were doing real broadcast journalism, comparing notes, talking about the articles that we have coming up, you know, reading the reading the footnotes, comparing them with other sources that we read about, making sure that our journalistic integrity is up to snuff. You know? It sounded like to me when I logged in, you were uh, ogling old Tiger Woods' <laughs> <That's> body, <right. laughs> both high and low. Me and Alan were talking about the work that we didn't do today while at work by watching the first round of the Masters because Tiger Woods is back, man. Fuck you. Is that not amazing though? Do you think the PGA called Tiger at like his rehab facility and were like, "Listen, Lefty's not coming," and look. We didn't exactly throw you under the bus when you got hit in the head with a nine iron. So do you think you could do us a solid and maybe just uh, put these next eight weeks of rehab on the sideline, come out, play a few rounds for us this week? What do you say? Hmm. I think I'll I'll be there. (laughs) (laughs) I think, I mean, that call may have happened, but I also think that my man was like, you know where I can win when I'm at like 80% Augusta? It's true. Just because true. he's he, he's that smart of a golfer and he knows that course so well. And like he doesn't really have to be overpowering. Actually, overpowering's bad. So yeah. He was like, Yep, I could probably pull that off. And the PGA was like, Yes, please. <laughs> Money <And> please. <laughs> this this doesn't I it's a bit apples to orange comparison, but do you remember when we talked about Alex Smith being surprised by his family when they shot out uh they had like uh, champagne getting popped and yeah. Murray, you would say cuz he had that sock on you were like that i don't Robo know leg. He, 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 he's certainly like a couple uncertain fucking teeter totters yeah. while he was running a couple, away from a couple, <laughs> couple baby deer steps like oh, 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 all right it got it going i'm i'm not saying that's what it looked cuz remember what was like the last november october they showed video of of tiger on the on the driving range for the first time hitting everyone's everyone every Every male's pee pee got hard that that watches golf. Like, oh my god, look, he's back. And I remember watching that. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't look too good. I don't. Yeah. I don't look. I don't look too confident. Yeah. No, he looks. He looks okay. Uh, and I mean, he was putting it real good. So I mean, he he does that all fucking week. He'll yeah. Be okay. I uh, there was an interesting factoid about his uh, rounds at Augusta. He's only shot under seventy twice in the first round. Yeah. yeah, he did it today, didn't he? Didn't he no, end up sh- sh- um, seventy-one? So he's one under. So sixty-nine mm. would be, be three under, which is a good. It's a great round. So, I mean, you do that, you do that four times. Uh, you're in in the hunt, if not winning. But uh, it just fascinates me that some of the ways he's dominated, especially like those early two thousand years when he was just smoke show in the field, you know. And I, I had to think he just comes out like, ah, you know, you know drop, drop a one under, drop even, drop two under, and then. Next day, I'm gonna make everyone suck my ass as I yeah. as as I wrap that second round up. Well, that's that's the thing is like that's what's gonna. It's I think the weather's trending that way, right? It's trending towards tr- traditional kind of Augusta, dry, windy. Uh, yeah, so it's gonna play into his favor even more. It's gonna get harder for them young whippersnappers who are playing this for like their first, second, or third time and are still kind of figuring it out because you. Know, this isn't a place where you just kind of play it 
you know, and get a feel. You come like once a year, a lot of these people, you know what I mean? Maybe twice. So this isn't a course that they like, they know it, but then it's not like the back of their hand. And I think that's what keeps a lot of the veterans. Like it's usually not anybody who's been there, you know, under four times that wins the masters. Uh, it takes a, a certain, a certain bit of knowledge. Mm. Uh, and I think, you know, it plays right in the tiger's hands. He hung, he hangs around another one under tomorrow, maybe two under good to go. He does. Ha- he does have a lot of ground to make up though. I mean, I, while that one under was impressive, that's a, that's a big leaderboard. There's a lot of folk between him and the, in the top. And he was at Sung JM dropped uh, mm. 66. He's like 67. He's five under. Yeah. Something crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Augusta always pulls them back in, though. That's right. It's okay. Well, you guys are uh, sports travelers. You guys go for big events. Have you guys ever been to the Masters? No, it's so hard. Yeah. You have to enter a lottery and, like, like people literally have waited decades. Wow. To, to it. Like, they just don't get it, don't get it, and then eventually you'll hit, maybe, or you'll I kn- die. I know a person who's been, you guys know well, Kilby, who's been to a practice round. Oh, nice. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, see, like, even that, like, when it, when it does, when you do hit, you get, like, a practice round. You're like, fuck. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> uh, because, of, I, that you know, the actual course and the grounds that it's on is fucking, it's like, I guess, it's like going to, like, fucking Fenway or, like, old Yankees. You know what I mean? It's like a, yeah, an yeah, iconic yeah. stadium, if you will. Well, yeah. I was only asking because I... I always wonder what's like the bathroom situation at a place like that. Cause you're in like a sea of people and you, you don't you like, uh, like, like kind of like claim your territory and just kind of, do you stay or you move around? Do you become like a, like a school of fish that goes from like, you know, hole to hole. I, I, Alan and I went to the same event last summer and I've been to, I've been to a major, I went to a PGA championship in Beth page, uh, <clears throat> bathroom situations. You have, colonies of urinals strategically placed throughout uh the entire course and i assume augusta is no different um but in in terms of your and now the second part of that question was in terms of like your traveling or your viewing pleasure is that what you were asking well only because like i wouldn't want to go take a leak if i had a good you know spot like I just remember being at several, you know, like, is that a Monday Night Raw hat that you're wearing? <laughs> no, it's a, a tailor made Raw hat. But we, can, okay. but we can roll with it. Okay. <laughs> WrestleMania was this weekend. We could talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I can remember going to several WWE Monday Night Raw events. And like, if you got, if you got prime territory at the front of the, you know, the cage area right there, the fencing, like you weren't leaving. You were going to either piss your, you piss in your pants. You're going to try to pull one out and like out the side hole or, you know, you were just going to just hold it all day. And so I was wondering if it's the same thing at the, at the golf courses, like do you just, or do you just kind of mosey off and come back? Literally, it's probably got to, it's got to be like a porta potty company's like one of the best days of the year, like hands down or best weeks of the year. You know yeah. what I mean? Cause they're there for God knows how long. So yeah, that tons of porta potties and you do just kind of drift about uh if you do have seats seats are it's tough because depending on tournaments they're usually like they're ticketed so you have a seat uh or it's like ticketed but it's a general admission area so if you got a dope seat you might be you might be just shit out of luck and you got to hang around uh but that's why you have a buddy yeah, yeah. and then uh, there's, there's there is like um <clears throat> if you're with like three or four people that that are are grazing over the uh the rope or the line there or is it something that's like hold, holding people back and one person leaves? There's kind of a general unwritten rule that that person then come back, can come back with their friends. 
Um, yeah, it, 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 ticket situation's a little bit different too. I'm not sure how Augusta does it, but where the major I was at, there were there were cer- certain primo bleacher seats that were like, no, nah, you have to have a ticket specifically for this bleacher. You can't come with your general admission ticket and roll in here. And then there were bleacher seats that were like first come, first serve, general admission. So, yeah. you know, the early goers <clears throat> found the prime position. Us, yeah. you know, people who were sucking down $13 beers, we just mm-hmm. kind of moseyed about. <laughs> That's I saw a meme today, and it was like every every man's dream is to follow Tiger Woods and suck down 20 beers. And it was this guy with like a stack like this thick. Fucking of of green Augusta cups, just right behind Tiger Woods, just trudging along, <laughs> sweating because <laughs> he's just sweating out fucking Miller Lights. I'm sure. I'm a, I'm a little I'm a little under par myself, Tiger. <laughs> yeah, we it was awesome. We were at the PGA up at Beth Page. We were fortunate enough to see him, and we we mapped it out to where we were like seven holes ahead of him. Um, on this long, well, maybe I want to say like somewhere between five and seven holes on this long par four. And we were in the landing zone off the tee shot. So, you know, most guys were hitting in or around this area off the tee shot. You got to watch the second shot and we were like, no, we ain't moving. Like nobody fucking move. We're waiting for fucking Tiger Woods. It's like seeing a beetle, you know, it's like, like, uh, and it was, I mean, you could, he, when he was a hole behind us, it got like three times as crowded. And when he teed off, it got like 10 times as crowded and loud. And everyone's just like, it's just, it's nothing. Imp- it's, it's, he didn't do anything impressive. I think he parred the hole, but everyone just wants a shot to see Tiger Woods. And I would, it was, I was like 30 yards from him. Kind of like, Oh God, there he is. God, here's my moment. Tiger, I love you. Oh, <laughs> then he hit me with his nine iron. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I rubbed dirt in it so it would scar over. <laughs> That's right. There's actually a real um, – the tournament that took place two weeks ago, the players. Uh, Alan, you know it. Mer, that's the one that has the famous Island Green. Um, mm. Yeah. And there's – the during the practice rounds, they have uh, a caddy – like a caddy tournament for that, for that hole. So all the players throw into a uh, – uh, you know, a pot that gets to be around like anywhere from like six to $7,000. And then the caddy who takes, takes a swing from, uh, from wherever the practice tee is, gets the closest wins the pot, wins all the money. All right. And, but a lot of times these caddies, they don't have their own clubs. They have to borrow a, a professionals. And, and this guy was like in a, uh, <laughs> in a, in a three person group, one of which was Tiger Woods. Uh, Tiger let him borrow his club. He's like, his, his, the grips are so small. He was like, he was fearful that he was going to let it go into the water. He's like, God, I would have been, I'd have had to go fish it out for him. Probably here I am with Tiger Woods, nine iron, fearful that this puppy's going to go. <laughs> Imagine that Nike would have flown one in for him. They would have mm. fucking air dropped it. it was fucking straight from the sky. Have it fucking parachuted in. R seven seven three six initiate it. Go just like fucking Iron Man. Got his own fucking brain, like. <laughs> They're his. They're his irons. Yeah, yeah. Now he's with he's with TaylorMade now though. Yeah, he's with TaylorMade. Yeah, and like like yeah, like he has his own variety. They're just a, like they're a slightly modified version of the like regular market iron that TaylorMade makes, like the pure blade basically. But it's got his little stamp on it, and it's just like slightly designed, slightly different. Those yeah. are the Tiger Woods irons. 
They're expensive as fuck. <laughs> and they he, are. he plays with Bridgestone balls, which a lot of guys who play yes. under the TaylorMade brand play pretty much all of it. Like, the, you know, you, you play the ball and you play the uh, the club. I had to think there's some preferential treatment with the Tiger Woods. Like, oh, well, you, I mean, you my man's, <laughs> man's made out of Nike and he's wearing fucking foot toy shoes this week. <laughs> and like Nike and Nike, like Nike made a statement and they were like, we're fucking useless and we haven't been able to engineer something to tiger's needs yet so we were like wear whatever you need man you're fucking tiger woods what are we gonna do not fucking have you as our guy and so my man turns up in the bright pink fucking mock neck yeah. <laughs> fucking like nike <laughs> well i mean they don't really make shoes for fucking paraplegic so no. I, I don't really blame him I'm he does have the big old foot joys with like the large outer fucking like sole for yeah. support it's nice I, I'm surprised Nike just didn't work out a deal with Foot Joy where they just painted on a check, you know, just like spray painted <laughs> like, over the like, Foot Joy. <laughs> they're yep. like, you want to collab? If I collab, <laughs> mean just put a check on this and we'll get out of here. It'll be your shoes, but it'll be all of our branding. Yeah. <laughs> we'll sell them in our stores. <laughs> and then slowly we'll buy Foot Joy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, shit. Middle class olds, everybody. Murr, Allen, and Fox, man. Hey, baseball's back. Opening day was today. Lots of games got canceled, as they normally do in uh, uh, <clears throat> creepy-ass April weather. God, they, they, I don't know if you had a chance to look at it. It was like all New York teams, Minnesota, Cleveland. I think Cleveland played. But it was uh, I play fantasy baseball because I'm a dork. But a lot of those games had you know, the PPD postponed. PPD. That's right. <clears throat> Dang. Um, uh Nah, I didn't watch any baseball today, actually. But strangely enough, it was all golf for me. Yeah. I didn't even realize it was. I didn't even realize it was on. Like they do a shit market job, man. Baseball does not promote itself well at all. They just expect the people that already pay attention, just like, all right, tune in, you know, right? Because there's there's no real hullabaloo. They're like, like, you know, the beginning of the season, you're like, of football, you're like, I've been waiting nine months for fucking yeah, fucking Sundays. And meats and beer and fucking baseball's like here's opening day and we're gonna play for like the next hundred and fucking sixty days straight, bitches. Come find us. Mm-hmm. Like they don't care, and because you're plenty of time. It took a little wind out of their sails with the uh, with the quote unquote strike. Oh, well, I mean, they aren't going to miss any games, but I do think that that there was. Uh, there seems to be some, at least for baseball pure, some sort of internal clock. Like end of March, we're very beginning of May. Here it comes, and once you know we lost out on that kind of groove of of you know of a week plus, it took a little bit of wind out out of people's sails. But I mean, or the, a lot of teams will play their first game tomorrow, including the Orioles, uh, which. <sighs> 305 first pitch. I'll be locked in, ready to roll, excited for about 10 minutes. Um, anyway, it was exciting. It's a good sports weekend, man. Manned. Yeah. I got to throw the d- d- on the end of man. Weird. Yeah. These, I think these IPAs are kicking in. <laughs> yeah. Well, ready? Now, about 10 minutes ago, I was trying to segue into the, uh, the bathroom usage thing. But I do have a question for you guys. Oh, all right. I brought you, this. You have a real question. All right, fair enough. <laughs> no, I have a real question. Now I brought this up to you guys like via you know messenger uh, a couple of weeks ago. But I was I was on the job. I had to take a leak. I went to Wawa, and I go to use the urinal, and I see this guy standing over by the mirror, and he's on his phone. As soon as I start taking a leak, he puts his phone in his back pocket. He comes over to the urinal directly next to me, 
and he starts moaning. Not in like a refreshed, like I'm letting out urine and my bladder feels better kind of moaning. More of like a hushed sexual tone moaning. Like, mm. Mm. and I'm just sitting there. I'm like, you're already going. What can you do? You can't stop. And then his phone rings in his back pocket. And it wasn't like it, he didn't miss a beat. He just went like, whoop, grabbed the phone out of his back pocket, walked immediately away from the urinals. Like, yo, 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 what's up? And I'm just thinking, what is, should I, one, should I have said something to this gentleman? Uh, two, was I right to be creeped out? And three, do we live in an era now where I would be in the wrong? Or was this guy masturbating uh, next to me while I was taking a piss? All right. Well, first, do we confirm he was masturbating or are we just assuming from the moans? Okay. Well, I'm assuming from the moans that he was pleasuring himself in some capacity. And isn't this the kind of thing that happens occasionally? Isn't this what George Michael was doing at a roadside rest stop? Wasn't he yeah, like- but I, I think – so here's the other question. Where was it again? Was it a popularly – was it a well-known uh, homosexual glory hole jack-off uh, a meet-up location? Is that, uh, wait, is that public knowledge though? Like, okay, if I'm a straight man who doesn't get him – wait, hold on. Who doesn't get himself into those kind of situations, much like Ben Stiller and something about Mary. Remember, he ends up at the rest stop and they're like, yes, yeah, yes. I was – I was just looking for my keys too. And yeah. they're all banging each other in the ass in the woods. Like, how yeah. would you know if you're at a, we'll see. Like, I mean, uh, so I, this is me. Okay. This is me knowing that you live where you grew up. Right. For the most part, like you're, you live in generally the same area. So I would assume you would know, like, I know that there's this car park over by the airport that I've heard tell of gay things happening. in. I don't go there. For any reason, I drive by it and I oftentimes, you know, I point it out to my wife and I'm like, I heard that men, you know, flate men over here. And that's <laughs> that's fine. That's perfectly fine. I don't care. It's not it's not my business. <laughs> I'm just saying I'm aware of it. I've heard about it. You get that. So that's all I'm saying is maybe you knew maybe you knew and you're like, oh, shit, maybe this is. Maybe this is happening here, and I just didn't—I forgot and didn't even think about it. It was a Wawa on Elton Newark Road. So okay, it's like, so, it wasn't like yeah. Can we? The moans you said were were that of pleasure, so we can rule out gonorrhea. It wasn't like he was stressing to, to piss and it was stinging or something like that. Correct? We can just rule something like that out. STI. I think he, he might have just been like fucking with you. I don't know. I I feel like okay. I I will take kind of like half credit there. I don't think he was fucking with me. I think he was like. Who was that senator who got himself in trouble for the toe tapping underneath the uh, uh, underneath the stall? You know what I'm talking about? Uh, uh, George I, Michael. I, I, <laughs> like, 10 or, like 10 or 15 years ago, I cannot remember the senator. It was a GOP senator, and he's an older guy. And anyway, I, I feel like what this guy was doing was like, like almost like, hey, hey, like making these noises, like. I'm into something if you're into something and waiting for me to acknowledge it. And then I didn't acknowledge it. And his phone rang and he just immediately jumped away from the situation. So how do you deal with something like that? Can you deal? I guess my question was, as I was leaving, like, should I have confronted this guy? Should I have said something? Was I better off just letting it go? And in this new world we live in, like, can you, who's, am I like a homophobe? If I'm like, Hey, stop finding pleasure in the sounds of my piss at, in the back of the urinal, please. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, but what, like, when you say confront him, what, what's there to confront? Other than you're just your general, general uh, 
curiosity as to what the moans are. Hey, man, the fuck you moaning about? And this is assuming you've you've done piss. Yeah, you, yeah. You, don't, you don't ask. Like that immediately comes off in a way that's probably not favorable. That that also harkens to your other question: is like, is this? Do, does it make you look bad? Like, I think it's a tough time. Like, because that you don't know the reaction. The reaction would be like, hey, man, I just think you're handsome, and you would, and then you look and you would look like an asshole because you you freaked out on some guy who was just. Making an honest advance at you, and though you don't like that, he he's entitled to do so. Uh, <laughs> I, I but he's like, uh, my answer to you is, look, I don't think unless he like said something or like got way too close, other than urinal close. Obviously, you're you're very close at that point. But like, if he got like leaned over at the urinal, even closer to me, or touched me in any manner, then yeah, we would have had some discussions. Um, but if not, I probably would have just wrapped up and got the fuck out of there real quick. That's yeah. pretty much what I did. I didn't even wash my hands, and uh, I was just like, "Okay, so you're later." Well, hold on. I mean, you better remember. Yeah. Let's, let's clarify the sequence. Murr pulled his penis back in, then zipped up his pants, and then <clears throat> and then buttoned his top button, <laughs> and, but, and then buckled his and buttoned his button and buckled his buckle. That's just yes, <laughs> yes. You see yeah, how was... you see how you could have got out of that situation a lot quicker, right? <laughs> Yeah, I'm telling you, man, that's a dangerous scenario you guys pull when you guys yank that thing out the hole, man. I'm telling you, that's not how you pee. I was peeing properly, and yes, that does take an extra couple of steps <laughs> to seal up the package. But <laughs> the proper amount of steps, and it really didn't take me that long. It was only the belt buckling that, that took any extra amount of time. And I'm way down. I got all sorts of shit like hanging off my belt and stuff like that. I'm a working man. I'm a blue-collar guy. Here's a question. What if you like fucking just holes open with your with your pants is the sign to the guy to be like, hey, what, what's up? Right. You know what I mean? Like, what if that what if that's, what's if that's what if that's the sign you don't even know about? I what, like pro- proper peeing out of your pants like that's a pro- that's a sign to the homosexual what you want to call it is n- neither here nor there i'm just saying is that it could be a signal to the homosexual community yeah. in your area that you're down to clown <laughs> <laughs> here's the th- thing though I don't even know how to address any of that but the whole <laughs> thing with him making the moaning sounds of pleasure like you guys are, I guess your advice is ignore it. I feel like you're giving me the, this is a dog in heat and it's better if you just let him finish. Well, let me, okay. Hold on. I mean, no, no, do, that's, that's, uh, no. do we need to get more in depth? I mean, like you can, I think you can just audibly differentiate a Q bar squared, like, like piss strength. Was he, was he relieving himself in a manner that was like, oh, finally. I didn't hear any piss that oh, was the, the first wow. time i heard them that's new that's so new information what if he what if he had like a grundlich and like he just turned it in there scratch scratched it and was like oh he had, fuck. To, he had to pull some good stuff and then pull. got on out of there but he got a phone call didn't wash his hand nasty grundle hand but either way maybe that was it i'm just i'm hypothesizing yeah but he had he had to pull his dick out to scratch, scratch his grundle I know. No. Well, did and, he pull his dick out? Did you look at, did you see the man pull his dick out is what I'm I, saying. Okay. Listen, I feel if I look down to see if his penis was in his hand, then me, he and I were having a whole different situation going on in the open <laughs> stall right behind our backs. Right there. at you. I would at least probably verify <laughs> that. Uh, so I'm going to be honest about that. I'm probably, like if so, I, I might verify 
to make sure where this situation is going. The first moan, when I heard him go, I was, I listened for pee. And I'm like, okay, I don't hear any pee. And then about five seconds later, I hear, mm. I still didn't hear any pee. And I'm now I'm, now I'm getting like that, that like, like, like that, the nervous sweats, you know, like where all of a sudden, like your skin turns warm and you got automatic, like liquid coming out of your pits. I'm like, okay, I got to get out of here. But I'd been holding this piss for like 30 minutes and it was just not stopping. This was a minute and a half piss I'm taking. And then homeboy's phone rings and it's like, yo, 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 what's up? Like, like someone had just interrupted him for like your mom came home and you were watching like uh, juicy juggly joy riders <laughs> and you were in a very awkward situation. Is that, so, is that juicy juggling joy riders one or two? <laughs> it's good. Oh, it's always two, baby. <laughs> yeah. Sequel's always better than the first. Right. The first one means they were on to something. The second one means they perfected the action. They, they probably but, just what I'm, filmed them simultaneously. <laughs> just twos them yeah. the better shit. <laughs> Porn works total opposite to actual movies. Yeah. The, the, the originals are trash, but the sequels are great. <laughs> well, what I was thinking about when I left, though, is like, you know, we're guys, okay? I'm a small guy, but, you know, I don't feel an ultimate fear of men, right? I can see how women can find men to be, like, hauntingly creepy in certain situations. And this was one of those hauntingly creepy scenarios that if this was, like, a unisex bathroom and I was doing that, I feel like I would be going to jail if there was a woman in the bathroom. And like you're saying, though, this, like, you were if this is an all male, you know, uh, club, if you will, you like Alan, you said like, Hey man, you guys want to go do your thing, go do your thing. But I don't think you should sequester random strangers for your thing. Like if yeah. everybody there has got like a signal, like, Hey, I'm down. Then I, yeah, you're right. I don't really care. Do what, do whatever you want. George Michael was framed in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> That that's a, that's what you got out of today's uh, events or yesterday's rather. <laughs> he, he, he's like, you see how easily one could be framed for being in such a location. <laughs> Maybe I combined two thoughts at the wrong time there, but but that was two dudes who knew what was going on. This is a situation where one dude knew what was going on, and the other one's like, "What the hell's going on right now? I'm in a very vulnerable position." Homeboy is in a very <laughs> vulnerable position himself, but he's put himself there, and I've got my back basically to a guy who may want more than I deserve. Mm. Yeah, man. I the the real deal breaker was is that I assumed he he was pissing when you said he wasn't. That that was that's news to me. Just unbuckles. We're assuming unbuckles. Uh, <laughs> Let's be clear here before we before we we drop this one. You are telling me that whatever what day was this? Was this today? No, this was like this is like two weeks ago now. Okay, I've been so thinking about this for a while. So two weeks ago, Mer, you at some point in your day had like a small, even smidgen, like fear of rape in a public bathroom. And, and then had to compartmentalize that move about your day. Yeah. Yes. yes. Okay. I I felt assaulted in some capacity. I I did. I felt a little. I felt a little like assaulted. You know. I mean, he didn't touch me, but he, he grabbed my soul and gave it a good stroke. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is mentally, you your mind went to a place that you were like, oh my god. Yeah. 
It was fear. There was a fear. There was a fear of a very uncomfortable sexual fear that I was not willing to confront. And actually, this got brought back up because my kid came home with one of those little things like uh, good touch, bad touch. And he had to like, you know, color in like one color for good touch, like red for bad touch, blue for good touch. And I was sitting there. I was like, oh, uh, your babysitter wants to take you in the bathroom. And not tell your parents. Like, hmm, yeah. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, that can scar you. Yeah, you don't want that. I'm, for, I saw, I'm almost 43. And I feel scarred from a guy making two, two very sexual grunts next to me at a urinal. I saw this same scenario on Jiggly Jugglers 4. <laughs> the old babysitter to the bathroom trick. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, every time. Well... Speaking of inappropriate, this brings us to our first news bit of the week. So a flight takes off from Phoenix headed for Seattle. <clears throat> Gentleman uh, Antonio Sherrod McGarity, uh, doesn't give an age, was arrested for uh, masturbating <clears throat> at a minimum of four times. Uh, and quote, he thought it was kind of kinky. So here's the deal. He's sitting in seat F11. A female witness is sitting, sitting in 11E. Um and shortly after takeoff, and while the aircraft was in the air, McGarity exposes his penis, pulls down his pants, uh, and shorts, and begins masturbating. This is this is where things mm. get get gooey here. Uh, when the female seated next to him noticed uh, the lewd behavior, she began taking pictures of McGarity. She's an alert to stewardess once to, once to document the event. Uh, then, when he fell asleep after masturbating for roughly an hour. <laughs> Sat there and pulled his pulled his pulled his foot for an hour, and then presumably got one off and was like, "Ugh, yeah, got to take a nap after that one, that marathon sesh." Um, the female passengers were told crew members uh, about what she had witnessed and what uh, was allowed to move to another seat. He was arrested. He had a few things to say about the passenger, but first, like your thoughts on Mister McGarity masturbating at a minimum four times, uh, documented, and then getting arrested. Uh, actually, excuse me, and it was um, it was. It was Seattle to Phoenix, the other way around. My apologies. Oh, yeah. That, that's the big detail I was concerned about. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you the detail I'm concerned about. He used his left and his right hand. That's, hey, man, that's you're going for an hour. hour. You got you to well, tire out, man. You know? That is true. That is very true. Yeah. I, just, I do have, <laughs> I got several questions, actually. So, okay. Now, the four times, did the four times occur within this hour or? was the first session in an hour and he was just like, Oh, I got some more in the tank. Here we go. And, we did, and then we, we went around too. Does, doesn't necessarily document the milestones from Seattle to Phoenix. What I can gather is that was round one. And then there were, there were three other sequential uh, sessions after that on four separate okay. occasions using both his left and right hand. That's just uh, Southwest okay. airlines officers. It said, I, I I almost feel like his seatmate is he okay he's obviously the most to blame but I feel like the seatmate has a little bit of responsibility too here uh, as well because okay I get it okay hey, is that guy jerking off get a picture so nobody thinks you're crazy then it's boom you call the stewardess over yeah how long how long is this now uh, uh, timeline wise a minute and a half maximum. Yeah, I, I feel like I would have hit the button as soon as uh, homeboy's pants, not his underwear, his pants hit the floor. Right. 
I, 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 I just jumped out of my seat. And that's just like, I mean, there's nothing conspicuous or inconspicuous about this. Like y- your recent uh, turn of events at a Wawa bathroom where someone was moaning while not pissing. This guy pulls his pants down. Uh, hey, let me see. see. This is F. So he had the, he ha- I guess he had the, the camouflage of the window seat. But here's where, where, where you had said she is part, partly to blame. It did get into that a little bit. Uh, McGarity had ver- uh, uh, <clears throat> advised he had asked the female witness if, if she minded if he masturbates. Hey, no big deal. Hey, man, we got a long flight from uh, Seattle to Phoenix. I think I want to tug one out. Do you mind? Uh, according to McGarity, the female witness put her hands in the air and said, it doesn't really matter. Uh, she denied that, of course. But he thought her response was, quote, kind of kinky. And I got to say, I mean, can't can't blame that logic. It is kind of kinky. Hey, FC, got a four-hour flight. <laughs> and if you're the type of guy who, even if you have the balls to ask, and they give you that wishy-washy answer, I feel like anything but no is absolutely <laughs> yeah. go right ahead. <laughs> Maybe she thought it was a joke. Maybe she, th- maybe you know, perhaps. Do you do you mind if I masturbate? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Oh, okay. An hour later, <sighs> as, most, as most men do. That's really the thing. If he had just knocked it out quick or something, you know what I mean. It might not be a big deal. But like, I think it's the prolonged masturbation that really weirds people out. You know. Yeah. Okay. And what, what also one hour, she's the only person, there weren't staff walking up and I mean, what, what flight have you, what, what flight have you ever walked on where, where, you know, uh, a flight attendant hasn't passed two or three times within an hour? What was it from Seattle to Phoenix? Yeah. It doesn't even seem like that's that far a flight, like, like four hours, maybe. No, uh, I think they said three and some shade. Well, shade under four. Sorry. My bad. A shade under four. And he and he spent a quarter of it jerking off. <laughs> oh, that's once. I mean, yeah, Dan, you're right. That's once. And this is why I still say the passenger is to blame. You can't blame the crazy man for being crazy, right? I mean, we have to establish that. You can't blame misfits for being misfits. They are what they are. Can't blame a criminal for stealing. That's what he does. Thieves steal. Masturbators masturbate. She's to blame. Because when when were they going to duct tape his hands behind his back where he couldn't reach his penis? Because if they had just stopped it mid-stroke and be like, hey, you can't do that. We're locking you up in the back of the plane. We're duct taping your hands behind your back. Uh, you can deal with the police when we, when we land. And this is all within the first 20 minutes of the flight. Right. Let alone the next three and a half hours, multiple jerk sessions. I, I Dude... If I'm on vacation, I don't even pull that off in my own house, let alone in the sky with strangers. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's why the first time took him an hour. He was a little bit uh, stage fright and he had to yeah, swap this... left, right hand, left, right hand. Yeah. <clears throat> this guy sounds shy. <laughs> yeah. So the other thing, I, you know, if you think about the uh, go, going to sleep, do you, do you think that, that that's when she found her? Well, no, because it. Never mind. I, I answered my own question. I was like, do you think she found her window to then alert authorities or in this case, a flight attendant? But that didn't that wasn't the case. He, he according to the story, masturbated another three times. I mean, I don't know. <clears throat> Either I'm getting ridiculously drunk. 
I'm beating the living snot out of this guy. Or first things first, the minute he, even if it's an accident, you know, let's just say the person's got like a, a urethra tube or has a, something where he, he inadvertently pulled his pants down. You mean like a catheter? Yes. Okay. Yeah. He said that real casual, like, uh, you know, like everyone, every, everyone's got a urethra tube, sir. <laughs> so that's how bodies work. A morgue butler. <laughs> all right. I know my, I know my terms. Uh, <laughs> but you know, like, even if it were an accident, I might give the check. I'd be like, yo, what are you, you know, what are you doing there, man? What are you doing there? So uh, I, no, you can't. I mean, at least to say you can't blame this man, that, that, that that's a bit of a stretch. You can blame him. But yes, you're right. She should have alerted right away. Like, hey, this guy. You can blame him. You can blame him for the first one, but you cannot blame him for the next three. That is fair. Yeah, and I like to. <laughs> that I, is fair. And we could also give this guy, assuming he finished three or four times, uh, we could give this guy a longevity slash multiple pop uh, award for you know doing that in that duration. I mean, Christ, I think you know. <clears throat> Don't know if I speak speak to the crowd here, but uh, one, I'm I'm good for at least a few, a few hours on a good yeah. day. I'm like I'm maxing out at two in a day at this point in my life, and <laughs> I mean that's like that's and and that takes a nap after the first one. Everything's got to <laughs> everything's got to reset. I need to like reboot my system before I can come to again, literally can, and figuratively. Can can more be done? Yeah. Is it necessary? No. Mm-mm. But no, yeah, the capabilities there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Until yeah. I'm 80. My, my testosterone. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> my, my testosterone is already dwindling. I feel like if I empty the pack too many times, I've just lost like a week's worth. Right. This is drain. That's why I was actually interested in Mr. McGarity's age. Uh, they, they don't say, though. Unfortunately. Well, well, well. He'll never fly again. At least Southwest. <laughs> that's, that's that's spirit behavior, goddammit. <laughs> do, do you get, when you get blackballed by a airline, are you blackballed by all? Are you on the, the black book? I don't know. I don't know how that works. I don't know. I mean, unless they put you on a no-fly list, I don't I don't see how. I also still don't see how, like, they can ban people from, like, ballparks and Walmarts and things like that unless there's facial recognition software running you know, like we've talked about that before. Like, just go in a different gate. You see the same person scanning tickets. Like, wear a fake mustache. You know, Bobby Valentine yourself into a fucking stadium. Like, how do they know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, stadiums and shit. Like, I have sold those camera systems, and I'll I'll find you, motherfucker. <laughs> like, I, if I want to find you, I can find you. Like, uh. Yeah. Yeah, like no no bullshit. Um, like I, I'll put your face into it, and it'll be like that motherfucker's right here. Uh, so yeah, um, that's absolutely possible. I would, I, yeah, I don't know about other places like you were saying. What what was the other example? Stadium I'd deck. say like Wal Wal. I actually, I, don't, I would, yeah. I would almost say, it, well, up until you mentioned that, I would have said like you have a better chance of getting caught re-entering a Walmart you've been banned from before you'd get caught, like, entering a stadium of, like, 30,000 people. But, you know, because you don't go to a stadium all the time. You go to Walmart. At least I go to Walmart probably, like, I don't know, minimum, like, once every two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's a certain – I mean, it is a little different, obviously. You might not get caught at the gate, 
you might you might weasel your way in, but you might you might also might not. As a matter of fact, but uh, Walmart, they don't give a shit. They've they're like I've I've worked at Walmart. They put they'll put a picture up or something. They'll be like this guy, it's bad. Or like uh, we had uh, I worked at the front like the main desk. So like the I would discuss this money grams and shit. We'd have pictures of dudes and be like, do not allow this guy to send money to Chechnya. That's that's <laughs> fucking bad. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, so that that definitely happens. But you they still walk in. But I'm like, come on, dude. Look, it says you're a war criminal. Get the fuck out of here. Beat us. <laughs> like, <laughs> kick, kick rocks. <laughs> like, uh, well, we'll we'll follow up. We'll see where Mr. McGarity. Well, I always say that we never do. But <clears throat> like this one, I think I'm. Like, I, I got a pulse <laughs> on it. I want to. I want to see what happens to Mr. McGarity, whether he does time or not. Uh, moving on, segment we call friend or foe. That's right, my friends. Time to read a news story to you. You're gonna tell me if you agree. Or disagree, friend or foe. And this has to do with a rapper who goes by the name Rapper Gunu. Where, like, Guon, his corpse was propped up in a nightclub while his uh, funeral goers danced on while he on full display in a club. The 24 year old's funeral, named, quote, The Final Show, was held at Bliss Nightclub in Washington, D.C. on Sunday. And footage from inside the building appears to show the rapper's embalmed corpse overlooking the crowd, fully dressed up, and wearing a crown. The audience reaction is pretty mixed. Some are dancing along to the music, while others are just stone-faced, staring at the dead body in front of them. (laughs) Bliss Nightclub said they weren't made aware of the tribute ahead of time, according to the website, and uh, they have apologized to anyone who was offended. The club's investigating if the body was real or not, but according to the family, the body was real, and we're not sure of any legal ramifications. Going to save this story for our legal counsel. Now it is um, Goo News' uh, final <laughs> final show. So, friend or foe, having the body on full display the way he would have wanted in the club. Are you up or are you down, friend or foe, Alan? Friend, please make sure Kelly fucking props me up at something. Fucking open day, <laughs> maybe I don't know. Like whatever, just make it make it good. Just prop, prop my ass up. I want to be the kind of pointing off into the distance, though. <laughs> just looking into like, the future. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, no, I'm, I, I I think it's fucking hysterical. It's all it's it's also quite uh, concerning. Uh, you know, someone thought of this, and somebody else was like, "Yep, let's definitely do that." Uh, so it's weird, but I'm here for it. Well, I've seen they there's a big in the we'll just say the uh, the, the hip hop culture or the urban culture. Uh, mm-hmm. um, they'll, they've been doing these body embalmings and like putting them on their crotch rocket. But they've been limiting this to the actual like viewing, but not an actual like going away party in a public space. I like West, a, yeah, a club. Yeah. Where are you on this? So, so first of all, I let, let I mean. Let's not uh, let's not undermine the uh, enormity of the event. It was called the final show, <clears throat> and, I'll, and I'll show you here, show you a picture of Mister. I think it's Gnu, by the way, not Gnu. Let's but, not yeah. sleep on the DC people. People, right. people from DCB, they're wild. They're wilding <laughs> out. They're wilding out. Got the crown on. Got the jewels on. Got the the, the shades. Got the Amiri hoodie. Look at this guy. I, one arm so now, in the I satchel. Would... One arm on the side. 
I feel like it would have been a little less creepy if they had him more at ground level, but having him up in the air like that. <laughs> I think it's the uplighting that really kills it for me. It makes him look like a, it makes him look a little like a horror, like a bad horror, like haunted house prop. Yeah. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Like they could have gave my man some different lighting. So Wes, where do you stand on this? So and initially knee jerk, I was foe. I thought, God, this is, I mean, I'm not it's it has nothing to do with uh someone wanting something like this dumb you know I assuming this was his last wish I don't know I I, I if it isn't it's some sort of sick joke amongst friends or family but uh we'll we'll give him you know at least the the person that he was the benefit of the doubt um but I thought yeah that's disgusting especially in a club uh if I'm a business owner <clears throat> um, you know, having a, a fucking dead body propped up as a celebration's going on. I'm sure there's health code violations. I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's things that that uh, uh, certain city officials wanted to know, like, oh, a dead body was propped up while a celebration was going on in your bar while drinks were being served. Huh? Cute. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, I don't know what DC liquor licenses cost, but if they're anything like Baltimore, those motherfuckers ain't cheap. But just thinking about it from a celebration standpoint, I'm friend on this because I, hell man, I'm, I'm not saying that like dead bodies are gross, but okay. Like this guy, and I, I'm just thinking about it. Like how, what, what, what Alan just said and how I would want to go out. I mean, I want to be cremated, but if someone's like, Hey man, it would be really cool if we propped your body up and we celebrated around you for a day. All right. Shit. Hell yeah. As a matter of fact, rent some guns. Fucking shoot me up. Fucking. You ever wanted to hit a human body with the, all of your might with like a, a baseball bat? Fuck, give it a whirl. Yeah. Axe. <laughs> right here. Just get, just get in the bread basket. You'll be fine. <laughs> I don't know why it turned into like <laughs> mutilating the body, but just remember, Alan wants to be put in a sack and uh, anchored to the bottom of the bay so it can be crab food. Just remember that. So it's that's not so that's true. That's true. I mean, honestly, there's a lot of ways that uh, there's look. There's I'm I'm gone. We'll do whatever. Yeah. Like I mean, don't. You know, don't do whatever. But uh, <laughs> I'm going to prop you up in a Wawa bathroom stall. No, that that is also right. illegal to do to dead bodies. Uh, I'll, I'll put a Bluetooth so, speaker behind you when you're moaning. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I, I think like, I whatever. I have no problem with the paradigm shift of non-traditional life celebrations. Okay, I'm not saying that families shouldn't, people shouldn't get in suit and tie and stand in front of a bunch of people and tell. Some good stories. I, I, I'm not, but if someone decides, hey man, I want to, I want to be a little left to center. I'm gonna be propped up and and look here. I mean, this is something I didn't show earlier. I want fucking, I want sparklers from the ground firing up with with laser lasers and, and neon lights. I want y'all to have a good time. Uh, I think from the front, it's that it's like not as bad, but from the side. Yeah, that, that's a dead body. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, like, they didn't hide the coat hanger very well. <laughs> run through the run through the appropriate outlets. Make sure that it's it's done safely and with some people's permission. I'm not necessarily sold that the club, quote unquote, didn't know about it. At, at the very least, someone in the back door was like was paid right. off <laughs> uh, because the club manager <laughs> walked out while the fucking place was empty. 
right before doors opened and was like, huh, that wasn't there before. Fuck it. <laughs> just that's it. Yeah. Like he did, that's it. he didn't know. Come on, dude. <laughs> yeah, but then again, like you know, you, you usually when you're setting up for a celebration like that, you've got a lot of stuff. Obviously, they had to set up a you know their their white snake fucking sparkler shooters in the ground and stuff, and they could have they could have got the body in there and be like, man, that motherfucker been standing around doing jack shit all day while these other people are fucking setting up everything, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like, oh no. Uh, oh, but I'm I'm not opposed to this either. But where I'm going to go foe on it is you got to give your guests, quote unquote guests, you got to give them a heads up because, like it said, the the quote in this article that, that gets me is uh um how you know there were people dancing to the music while others are stone faced staring at the dead body in front of them. Like you can't. You can't do that to people. You yeah. got to say, listen, Gnu's going to be here. You got it? He's going to be on the dance floor. Yeah. Give them the option to not come. And Gnu's going to be here and not in spirit. We're talking about embalmed. <laughs> We're talking about his body. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And at 24, I'm assuming a, cons- a fair amount of the party goers here are at or around that same age celebrating his life in a joyous situation in this like yeah certainly if you roll out my man in the amiri hoodie with a with with a crown on and his hand plopped in the 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 front uh the front pouch with a crown on i could certainly see someone who was having a good time selling the celebrating this guy's life and be like oh shit that's him damn my night's blown i can't jerk off with either hand for an hour (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Or just like you're the, you're somebody's plus one. Like, <laughs> yo, new, yo, new, what's up? Or, oh, yeah. How many? Shit. Like, how, did anybody go on stage and like not realize it and like try to dap him up and then they're like, oh shit, it's a dead body. Yeah, <laughs> nah, didn't didn't say that. This TMZ article was about eight eight sentences. Did say that there's a twenty five thousand dollar twenty five thousand dollar reward for any in, uh, information on a conviction or arrest for the uh, the the murderer because he was murdered. Good news. Yeah, PG County baby, the way things roll. And that, my <laughs> friends, is your friend or foe. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, uh, that's interesting. But I'll tell you what's even more interesting is a little segment we call Fun Fact Friday. That's right, my friends. It's officially time to fill your brains with a little bit of extra knowledge on this Friday. OMG Facts brought to you by the Shin Splints Recovery Group. If you've got any pain below the knee and above the ankle, if you're Tiger Woods and yourself through your world today, head on over to the Shin Splints Recovery Group. You can find them on Facebook. Let's get to it. Five fun facts for you fuckers on a Friday. Did you know lightning is five times hotter than the sun. Ooh, damn. That's like a gajillion right. degrees, man. Right? That's right. That's right, Big E. Approximately. <laughs> five, five times hotter than the sun. Are we talking about like the center of the sun or like the outskirts? Like the I'm outer, just guessing, the outer like, rim? I, I'm saying like maybe like a third of the way in. Like okay. right there. Yeah, like, average sun temperature. Like like the meat of the sun. How, but isn't that amazing though that there's enough of an, a, a charge 
built up here. I don't understand how that's possible. I feel like it should be physically impossible, but I'm not a physicist or a scientist well, or a guy who did particularly well in school. <laughs> I mean, you, you talk to Doc Brown, you know, you could get yourself fucking shot into the future if you're able to encapsulate it at the right moment. It's a good point. That 1.21 gigawatts. Now, why do I know that? If they would just make interesting movies that have like scientific knowledge inside of them, I'd 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 know everything. I think those are called documentaries, but yeah. But okay, but you gotta have some. You gotta have a little bit of fiction mixed in with a little bit of fact. Okay, (laughs) like the the Turing test. Like I didn't know what the Turing test was until I watched that Ex Machina movie, and like all of a sudden, like oh yeah, that's the thing that uh, differentiates if an artificial intelligence actually has real intelligence. Because that chick's hot, mm. and I'd like to see a hot robot like that. Are you now? Are you guys? Wawa bathroom. Are you like, guys clamoring? For, oh, go ahead, Alan. You had some information on the sun's heat. Alan, oh, no. I, he Mer was talking about tatas. You were looking no, at no. I, I was kind of interested in Mer's. <laughs> keep going. And we, now, if they made a uh, a movie about aliens helping uh, humans build the pyramids, I'm sure you guys would be like, "Yup, look at that." Historically accurate. Yes, like Alan said, a documentary. Yeah, there's a dude that's called Ancient Aliens. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's, it's all factual. I don't. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why you, Wes, are so resistant to this possibility. Do you know how ancient the galaxies are? The entirety of the universe. This shit's gonna come. This shit's gonna go as far as it can go. And eventually, eons and a length of time that cannot be measured by the human mind, it will start to decompress and come back to center and bang, do it all over again. And we're not even like, we're not even done expanding yet. So why wouldn't there have been several billions of civilizations, sentient, that have come and gone and possibly visited this third little rock from the sun? Yeah. I just rewatched the Alien series too, so I'm like, oh, yeah, we were made by by aliens. Man. You get Doc Brown to sign on board with this, then you might have some traction. All right, otherwise, Brown, I'm out. I think Doc Brown what? leaves. And if and if there's that much energy and lightning, I'm not saying it's easy, but nothing is. Like, why aren't we harnessing that shit? Why aren't we sending up like little probes into like storm clouds and like sucking electricity out of there, like? batteries that fall back to the to the ground like all juiced up and ready to power a city that's a lot of shit five times hotter yeah. than the sun i mean that's five times the amount of energy you get from sunbeams uh, not necessarily but i don't think that, that i don't think the equation works out that way yeah uh, but uh, uh show me it, the math one it's extremely <laughs> difficult i believe to just capture fucking lightning and we do do it we just have to do it in other ways we we create electricity through fucking everything else under the sun water but lightning is oh, electricity solar. we wouldn't have electricity if it wasn't for lightning because that goddamn key where franklin apparently sent his kid out no we would have it we just someone found it it existed already <laughs> somebody had to like give it a name it was like this is hot <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, where, that's where they came up with the hot boys Facts. <laughs> the rap group <laughs> That's another fun fact, by the way. Franklin gets all the credit for flying the kite with the key on it, but he actually sent his kid out to fly the kite. Yeah. Oh, shit. He was like, this motherfucker's going to fry. 
You think, yeah. think, do you think that's why Mr. Wizard used to put the kids in front of him when he did the uh, experiments? <laughs> like, Ooh, if, well, if something's going to blow up, you're going to take the blunt end of this, buddy. <laughs> Skip. Yeah, well, he wasn't Dr. Wizard. <laughs> that's because he was an asshole. <laughs> he was disbarred. <laughs> did you know Coca-Cola makes so many different beverages that if you drank one per day, it would take you over nine years to try them all? Jesus. God damn. By the way, of what? I was Dr. Fizz at the World of Coke uh, in Atlanta, Georgia, where Coca-Cola was uh was born, and I actually got to um uh, to taste a real life uh soda jerked original recipe, possibly some cocaine in the uh the, the the syrup at the World of Coke. And yeah, they have this whole Remember how you're talking about the beers at Epcot Center West? Yeah. They've got a whole tasting room of all Coke's beverages from around the world. And yeah, so if you tried a new one every day, it would take you nine years. Yeah, I just it's a shade under 3,300. Um, man, I, I, that's, that's incredible. I mean, I, I'm assuming you're thinking there's probably got to be some worldwide stuff that we, things in, in countries that we just don't have access to or know about. Uh, there's probably kids' drinks. Um, you know, I'm not saying they make Capri Sun, but there's probably some things like that that, uh, that we, we, you know, people our age don't consume or know about uh more you may i don't know if, you, if your kid's into the some of the pouchy stuff but other than so, like soft drinks do they do they do they make anything non-carbonated i mean right like there's water they decide right yep dasani's coke yeah 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 well i just know that like it's different palettes for different cultures like i know the one that i remember the most was like spain and it was a non-alcoholic but it was essentially just wine, like carbonated wine. It mm. tasted like a really dry red wine that was carbonated, like a sparkling red wine. Like, oh, sounds, who sounds, would drink this? Yeah, so is it all, and they, is it, sorry, is it all just Cokes or is it all like, is it like Sprites and fucking? No, like, okay, imagine like if you go to a soda machine that's Coke owned, like you've got what? You got Coca-Cola, you got Sprite, you got Diet Coke, you got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do they do they do no Mountain Dew's Pepsi, but either, Mellow Yellow stuff like that. But yeah, but worldwide. So imagine if you had an entire globe's worth of like soda varieties, and that's what they have going on. Oh huh. yeah, that's interesting. That'd be kind of fun. And like, the, did they include all of their drinks, or is it just the sodas? So like, no water, obviously. I beverages, mean, just beverages. But water, I mean, come on, that's like one like of uh, like energy drinks, like. Yeah, yeah. Okay. At this I'm point, sure I mean, it's it's, it's a little under thirty three hundred uh, variations. So yeah, whatever, yeah. whatever you can think of. Yeah, there's. I would assume because yeah, because like Monster Energy drinks. I, so I worked for Pepsi, so I remember like the little Starbucks frappuccino. Like Ooh. those were those were theirs. Fucking Amp Energy drinks. Fucking Mountain. All the Mountain Dews. Every all the flavored varieties of Mountain Dews. All the Mountain Dew cans. Like, yeah. Dude, oh, I shit. used to pound those fucking Starbucks Frappuccino things, and they're in, like, a glass. It's only about, like, like eight I don't know, like, six. Yeah. And then you read. Then when I finally got older and I read the, like, ingredients on the back when they finally mandated labels, it's, like, like 310 calories, like, like 50, 50, uh, 50 grams of, like, fat. Yeah. Like, holy it's shit. basically just cream and fucking sugar with, like, a yeah. dash of, of Starbucks, Starbucks <laughs> coffee. 
<laughs> Did you know a space vehicle must travel at a rate of seven miles per second in order to escape Earth's gravity? I did not know that. To get to get out of our atmosphere, and in, in seven space. miles per second. Yep. Damn, I didn't know that. I, I listen. Listen, I'm not doubting that uh, uh, spaceships travel that fast, but that that seems. I mean, they're go, they are going. Like, I guess they're going what like the, the at, at certain points at the height when both. Uh, both blasters are going. They're going what, like thirty, thirty-two thousand miles an hour. So I guess that could yeah, be like that. To seven miles a second. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah. Those cameras are damn good. Make make it look Let's sweet. Do. Think about strapping your. No, that's why. Like you know, we've kind of lost the luster of like what space travel is like and how dangerous it is. Did you guys watch that movie with um, old Ryan Gosling playing uh, Neil Armstrong? Uh, I have not seen First that, Man no. or something like that. Shit Try not movie. to watch uh, a whole lot of Ryan Gosling films, not gonna lie. Look, shit film. Okay. Don't even watch it. Go on YouTube and just find the scene where they're blasting off the launch pad. It is the most realistic depiction of what that must have been like. Cause it ain't pretty. It ain't glamorous. You know, whatever Bezos and Musk are doing right now, it's just it's a it's a walk in the park compared to what these assholes are going through. Right. You're just talking about like rivets like popping out because it's fucking just like it's okay. You know, some guy. Uh, yeah, we got rivets shooting across the floor. It's okay. Which uh, that's worth we've planned for that. It's, back up uh, redundancy. Rivets. Yeah, back up rivets <laughs> and just the, the jostling and the fucking shaking. Just they were just like, finding out the formula of oxygen and hydrogen to fire that would get a fucking piece of metal out of the sky. That's yeah. all they were doing. Yeah, these guys aren't jerking off four times in an hour. I'll tell you that. That's not. That's not that. That wouldn't happen. Put your hand. They, they wish they could be so accomplished. <laughs> tell you what, you strap a hand to a cock, and uh, they might be more than four times. Right <laughs> off. Seven t- seven miles did a minute. Did you know? Oh, sorry, sorry. God, that's it. Yeah, sorry. No, it, it. I just that's fascinating. By the way, I did not know that. Seven miles a minute. And, I'm gonna. I'm gonna use that. Seven miles a second. Seven miles a second. Yeah. Shit. I'm gonna use that. In a professional setting down the road, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that at a very poignant moment. Did you know? And people, customers are gonna be like, "Oh my god, listen to this guy! It's fascinating." Wait, hold on. At what at what point would you drop that into random conversation? Yeah, yeah, right. I want to hear this. Human achievement. You know, when the goings get tough, you need to get out of Earth's atmosphere. Here we are. Look at me, ready to roll, firing away. God, I'd oh. be like, I need a new project manager. <laughs> All cylinders. <laughs> Here's a better one to drop in random conversation. Did you know wombats have cube-shaped poop? Mm. That's crazy. So, uh, so square peg in the round hole actually fits for the wombat. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Alan's got, Alan's immediately resorting to Google. To, <laughs> he's, like, Wait, he's, he's looking up wombat poop. <laughs> okay, I don't Damn. think we can continue until we see a screenshot of a wombat turd. Oh, it's like a little cube. Look at it. Giving giving you the share. Go for it. Like a little cube, like a die, or more like a like a nice cube. Uh, well, I don't. I can't. I don't have a size reference, but that's oh. it right there. Looks like a, a lo- looks like a loaf of bread. 
Banana hundred they could poop up to a hundred cubes a day. Uh, what? Hundred that's more impressive than seven miles a second to get out of the atmosphere. <laughs> cubes I told you. Jeez. God. What are these little bass? Hmm. Now I'm gonna, I'm gonna Larry King you. What are these little suckers eat? Uh <laughs> they eat mostly grass a lot of- and like and like bugs and stuff. Say a like, lot of fiber. Right, yeah, grass and bugs. And apparently they have like very long intestines. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and so because they fucking have that long digestive period, it dries it all out and squeezes it into like a little cube. And then they poop but out still, cubes. I okay, I get like I just don't know how the cube shape forms though, because okay, yeah. at the end of the road. Right, it's still got to come out of a round hole, as Wes so eloquently put. <laughs> and so, like, how does it form, like all, like six sides? It just seems like you'd have maybe, I don't know, maybe four square sides, but then it'd be kind of like elongated in, a, a, you know, in a way. I don't, I don't understand the physics behind that. But mm-hmm. I do know this: before humans came around, wombats actually were the size of elephants. In Australia, and then we kill we we knock those motherfuckers down to size. Apparently, literally. it says at least scientists, which you know who trust scientists these days, fucking said that uh, it gets all of the water and the nutritional value out of the food, but it's so long that it still is like because when you poop, it just contracts like your tubes contract and then push shit along your intestine mm. like that's that's how the basic mechanism of digestion works fucking peristalsis is what it's called but anyway fucking it happens so many times that over and it dries all their food out that eventually those little contractions just turn it into a nice compact cube and then it does come out of a round hole you are correct but it's already fucking just a hard cube of dried grass dung mm. at that point and well, it just I, pops on out I did. You said up to a hundred. So let's say he does that. I did the math. That's one every eight hundred and sixty-four seconds. Uh, and you got to figure if <sighs> I'll give nature and evolution the benefit of the doubt. But some of those have to be uncomfortable. Some of those have to be like wa- a wombat going like. I mean, there's probably big ones. Yeah, big wombats or big turds or both. No, no, big turds. <laughs> if yeah. it comes out flat, I feel like you're all right. But if it spins into like a rhombus shape right before the exit, yeah, you're in a, you're in a world of hurt. <laughs> Ain't no hurt the like a wombat pit. hurt. I'll tell you that. Those suckers. <laughs> the day, day is just miserable. Dust to dawn. <laughs> I mean, out of a hundred, there's a good chance one's coming out a little awkward. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And they've got, like, grooved tissue in their intestines, which helps to make the corners. Yeah, that's what makes them so so funky, you know? They're, they're pretty... <laughs> I, I'm over here learning about wombats while you fucking assholes just <laughs> giggle about poops. Oh, that groovy-ass wombat. <laughs> Look at them dance. Oh, shit. Oh, and finally, did you know... An average person will spend one and a half years of their lifetime in the bathroom, moaning next to a stranger. <laughs> one and a half yeah. years. I didn't know that. I know uh, you spend eight years sleeping, but one and a half years, uh, you know, relieving yourself. 
I guess. I, like I mean, the, undercutting it, man. That's a mere be longer than that. It's a mere cry to the wombat. <laughs> Figuratively and literally. You know those bastards are crying. Sorry. I'm still on the wombat fact. Well, uh, I should have made that the last fact. I, I do apologize. That's too No, no, it was a perfect rich. perfect it follow is. up. A year and a half. I, 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 I do wonder if there's a margin of error for this where there's uh uh you know guy or gal takes dump and then just sits there for twenty minutes dicking around on their phone or reading the paper. Like I'm done. I'm yeah. wiped up. I could have I could have been done long ago. But I I, I do have to uh, question whether or not there is this uh, you know gray area where it's like yes in the studies we've done people have lingered around and sat on the toilet for an extra twenty minutes that way they could they could be tardy towards their family responsibility. Well, not just that. I have specific games I'll only play in the bathroom, and I don't know if I've ever explained my theory on this before, but. I've got a lot of like mind games and things that I play on my phone. And the reason I like to play them in the bathroom is because, you know, it's like, like meditation. If you can kind of get everything, like push out all of outside distractions. One of your main distractions is bodily function. So if I'm sitting on the toilet where pee and poo can just come and go as it pleases, hopefully not come, it can just go. But I don't have to worry. My mind doesn't have to concentrate on like, holding back that function so i am pure brain power when i'm on the shitter i don't have to worry if anything falls out of my ass i don't have to worry about if any pee dribbles out i'm just sitting there and i've even got like one of those little squatty potty like stools in front of my feet Mm -hmm. so i'm just propped up and all i have to do is think about what i'm doing i don't have to worry about my body functions and so i feel like i have extra brain power to play these games so i save them Hmm. i do enjoy that that you you feel as though you have extra brain power that could be used for something and it's focused towards games. That's that's interesting. Hey, like Wordle, okay? I play my Wordle on the shitter. <laughs> I, I'm not saying like you should have a notepad and, and write down equations and, and do some real hard-hitting math or uh, <clears throat> write a movie script or something like that. I'm just saying, it's you know, it, it is what it is. It's your time. But <laughs> <laughs> it's your time. <laughs> That's fair. I would have boot down the door next time you're on the shit. I usually just watch TikToks. <laughs> TikToks. You see, at least, at least I'm not doing that. Like, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with Alan doing that. I'm saying at least I've found that I have, like, I don't know, 5% more brain power if I don't have to worry about my, my body functions. And so I save the games that require the most thought process, mm-hmm. and I use them on the toilet. Yeah. For... What is what is it now? A year and a half of your life. I, that no, you're right. That does need to be updated because I don't know that they've updated that since the invention of the cell phone. Hadn't been around that long, and they're in every. I'd say they're in ninety percent of the general public's pocket. Ninety. I'd say maybe even more than that in the United States. What do you think? Ninety-five percent of all Americans probably have a cell phone. Uh, there's probably statistics on that, but yeah, I would, I would, I would say that. Yeah, probably. and you could. Uh, I mean, I like. I remember back when Game Boy came out and my dumps got exponentially longer. This started, by the way, with Tetris on Game Boy. I realized that I could get a higher score playing Tetris if I played it in the bathroom because I didn't have to worry about anything else. And that, my friends, <laughs> is your fun fact Friday. Oh, sorry. I was, I was, I was giving you the, fun, the fact. Um, 
84% have smartphones. Um, 78% owned a desktop or laptop. So maybe not as high. Yeah, but you say smartphones. That, that makes me wonder about all the jitterbugs and those yeah. uh, dementia-ridden patients that live in, amongst us. Mm. Yeah. 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 People are still re- <laughs> who still uh, crack open a Reader's Digest <laughs> with, with something jammed in there to figure out, to, to, to pick up where they left off. Have you guys ever read Reader's Digest? I no. have. Okay. Doesn't shock me. They were they were good before. Honestly, before like iPads and things like that, that was that was solid reading material. I mean, it wasn't high brow by any stretch, but mm-hmm. it was there was all sorts of good fun facts in there. There was uh, like nice little articles. I remember reading the article by the guy who uh, created the A team. And I have a I have a little bit of dyslexia myself. And so did he. Okay. But eventually he sat down and he crafted the first script and the treatment for uh, the A team. And it got sold. <laughs> and a man with dyslexia overcame his inability to read and write properly to create one of the greatest most beloved shows of all American time. Thank you, readers. I just say like, like there were so many of them in my house that someone, if you didn't know any better about my family dynamic, someone, an outsider could have walked in and been like, damn, y'all are hoarders. And I'm not saying these things were packed from like floor to ceiling with readers digest, but every bathroom had about two or three of them. I never read one. Okay, and my dumps were typically Sports Illustrated, uh, Playboy, yes, as a young man, young boy, and uh, some sort of like baseball almanac or sports uh, trivia guide that was like strategically placed out through both bathrooms that I that that I frequent. Now, the question on the Playboys, mm-hmm. I, and I, I'm, not, I'm not making an articles joke, but like, were you just reading the articles in the bathroom or were you flipping through the pictures? I read Playboys from cover to cover and looked at every pictorial, uh, top to bottom, inch to inch, millimeter to millimeter. Yeah. Because I know that if I found a Playboy in a bathroom and I was trying to use the bathroom, I had to skip past the pictures. I wasn't going to the bathroom, so <laughs> I, I just avoided Playboys for the most part in the well, bathroom. Well, I mean, like, like I was reading, I was reading them so much. You have no, I mean, yes, you look through the pictorials, but then you read the the interviews were always good. Uh, yeah. they, they always had some 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 A list celebrity back then, especially like the the uh, uh, in, throughout the nineties. Yeah, no, I read I read the articles and I looked at I looked at the gals too. It's a young young boy coming of age. Have you have you have either of you guys watched any of this? There's like a documentary about like Playboy and Hugh Hefner, like that's been airing over the last like two months. No, you guys, I, is it about how much of a scumbag he was? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, you know, I it's mean, actually, and it's more so like the bulk of it was actually about how much of like a scumbag he was about letting other scumbags be scumbags to the girls. Oh, and then it was like, and then it, and then it kind of shifted focus to him. But like, my man was a, he was a voyeur. Let's just Hmm. leave it at that. You know, he didn't necessarily need to to participate. But yeah, Hmm. interesting. Yeah, you should check it out. Well, it's not. I mean, like, I'm not. I'm not going to lose any sleep over it. It's not like Hugh Hefner was a hero of mine. No, Um, I was. I was like, yeah, that's not surprising whatsoever. Right. I, I. I, I, I know, I and I understand why they're going to paint him in that light and everything, which is fair. It's fine. It is what it is. However, it's not like he was, like, 
forcing anybody to be a part of his empire, you know? I'm yeah. sure they, I mean, most of them were coming to him like, hey, can I participate in all of this and, you know, become rich and famous? Yeah, but then, like, I mean, they were just drugged and fucking uh, yeah. and abused. Yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty bad. Like, you're right, they all did. And, like, they all even admit that most of them are like, you know, yeah, it was. I came there and I was going to be a fucking playboy playmate. And then things got fucking weird. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And yeah. So it's kind of wild, but it's interesting. It's interesting to watch. It's not shit that you probably didn't already know, but it's interesting to hear some names. Sure. Yeah. That. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of things getting weird. Uh, and this is the before you go segment here at the middle class holes. Missy Peterson, 40 years old. Uh, well, she's married soon to be uh soon seemed to be formally married was married to someone who she labeled as a bit uh, crude and put him <clears throat> and he had agreed to not uh visit strip clubs so this gentleman <clears throat> her husband uh visited a lot of strip clubs she was getting suspicious to it tapped his car with a tracking device found out he was at a strip club she decided to pop in on him pay him a visit <clears throat> surprise him she gets in there uh coerces a couple strippers into giving her a thong or was, i think she had a thong on and maybe like a top and she goes out and dances in front of him breaks up with him and then gets tipped a hundred dollars on her way out uh she didn't take her top off she didn't get nude but uh the the strippers did give her like 20 minutes worth of coercing she slammed a dr not coercing excuse me uh kind of i guess a playbook on how to act dance mm. uh be seductive on stage um, she slammed a drink, went out, flicked him off, said, fuck you, we're done, uh, filed for divorce, and then grabbed $100 on her way out the door. Your thoughts on this bombardment of uh, her, her husband's, uh, I guess, pit stop throughout the day? Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Go ahead, Mer. What you got? I, well, I mean, look, I think strip clubs are, are kind of creepy and, and a little weird any which way. And if... <laughs> If your wife's like, hey, like how many, okay, how many times are you going? Is this like your, your bar stop? Like, is this, is this like where you go and just, cause that's weird. You know, like if you go out like once a year, cause your buddy's like, hey, let's go to the strip club. It's like, all right, fine. If that's what we're doing, that's what we're doing at the strip club. But if this is like your staple and your wife is like, hey, you know, I'm at home. If you want to see that action, I got it for you here. Like, yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of funny that she went and did it for the whole crowd. Like, hey, how's it feel having everybody ogle me? Doesn't that make you feel weird? Fuck you. Goodbye. And, I mean, it's a good, it's kind of a good revenge. Usually I don't like this kind of stuff, but I kind of respect her for it. Yeah. No, I think it's it's, it's a fair trade-off when can he really get mad? You know what I mean? Like, at that point. So, interesting. Yeah. I don't know. Don't go to strip strip clubs are weird, man. Like I don't know. I don't get it. It's it's very like it's wasteful. Money wise. Like <laughs> I'm just like eh, not that like uh you know, not a, a penny pinching kind of guy, but it just seems like a wasteful way to use my money. I can blow it other ways that are more enjoyable. Strip strip clubs are what they are. <clears throat> they can be I I I I haven't been to one in a while. But even when I was like, quote unquote, frequenting them, they, like maybe once or twice a year, maybe. Yeah. Uh, and b b point is, is like, OK, this guy here uh, obviously was put on a you can't go list anymore. 
All right. Yeah. He needed to come. He needed to buck up or shut up. He needed to say, look, <clears throat> I'm going and that's that. And if you don't want to be with me, leave. Or uh, the alternative is, is what we just witnessed. I mean, he's like, fine, I won't go. And he, he can't fucking help himself. I, you can call it a problem. You can call it not a problem. It is. He's addicted. He likes to go. He likes to swing by. Missy did what she needed to do and made out with a cool hundo on her way out the door. <laughs> Fuck you. I think it's great. I think it's like I most of the times I'll side with the guy on this with a girl like, oh, he was at a strip club. Like, come on. It's a fucking strip club. It is what it is. Obviously, in this relationship, he agreed to I'm not doing that. That's yeah. that like I'm done. I, I won't be there anymore. She had to put a fucking tracking device on his fucking car. And he's sitting there okay. with glitter all over his face. And she was like, fuck this clown. All right. Now I'm starting to backtrack a little bit because the tracking device on the car seems a little excessive because you already know where he's going. I mean, if, were you trying to figure out which one he was at? Because you kn- if you if you put it on the car, you knew he was going there in the first place. And then there's a lack of trust. However, he earned the lack of trust. But then she went and made $100 in 20 minutes. So I also feel like she may have found herself a new career where she'll be able to see her husband more often. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, uh, at 40 years young, just pretty good. This isn't her, by the way. Eh, She's got a little, she's had a a few injections. She's had some work done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Her her testimonial on Twitter has uh, gotten 3.9 million views. So of course just, it has. Just I saying. Mean, yeah. Just saying. Wait, go back to go back to that picture real quick. Is this honestly? Is this attractive? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, wouldn't you rather have like she obviously had like some base if you don't have it, don't worry about it. If she, she obviously had some base level of you know, maybe she was a little homely but pretty. Like, but that's like I is that what is that? Can you see past that? Because I can't see past that. I can't see past the work that's been done there. Well, the eyebrows are obviously uh, look like there's some sort of Van Gogh artwork, uh, <laughs> and the and the lids here. Uh, yeah, it's those are some extensions. <clears throat> I, Look, it's, not, here, it's not my brain to tea, but here, you know, here, here we someone. are. Here we are deflecting of this woman's work as opposed to her James Bond esque uh, detective work to figure out where her man yeah. was. The fucking GPS in the car shows up, <clears throat> comes in disguise. By the way, so we know that strip club. Well, she wasn't banned from strip clubs, but she shows up in a wig and uh, uh, then. Earns the court of a public opinions thumbs up from the strippers and like, oh my god, we'll help you out. Look at you, you're like a vigilante. Yeah, of course, a bunch of women who have been jaded by men their entire <clears throat> lives, which is what got them on the stage in the first place. This is their fucking cup of tea. She's their fucking like, she's their queen now. Yeah, well, hey man, don't go to strip clubs if you ain't allowed to go. That was your marriage. You signed up for what that. What does that mean, though? You're I, right. I, 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 I think the guy's a scumbag for continuing to go to strip clubs. Hold on. Okay. However, okay, okay, but let me interject real quick. And I understand, like, I don't want to, yeah. like, however, Mer, do you need, do you, if like, if you were to come down to Baltimore, would you need Maria's permission to go to a hustler club for thirty minutes? I wouldn't tell her. Okay, Alan. Yeah. I don't know if that's good or bad, but it would be, 
I, I might, I might, well, what'd you guys do? We went out to a bar. What, what bar? Oh, and then I tell her the name of the bar and she'd be like, well, what's that? And I'm like, well, it's a strip club. We just went for a few minutes. Then she'd be pissed off at me. Yada, yada, yada. And it's just like, ah, so why would I tell it? Like, I'm not going to tell you up front because you're going to be, all, we're going to have the fight. I'd rather have the fight post than have the fight pre. Does that make sense? Gotcha. She's not going to be happy about it. And, like, and I don't, and in all honesty, I don't blame her. Right. But if you guys are all going out there and that's where the hangout is, I'm also an adult and I'm going to be like, I, I don't even like strip clubs. I got nothing from this except for like a $7 Heineken. So it's not a big deal. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If anything, it may be miserable. Uh, no, I would tell, I would tell her up front because she just would like to know, but she wouldn't be like, don't go. She'd just be like, you can't, don't get a lot of pants. I'll be like, okay, because I'm not paying for that. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, th- I think Sarah, Sarah would just say, don't fucking uncork a shit ton of money, buy some beers, throw some dollars, uh, yeah. <clears throat> and leave it at that. Although, Alan, when you said you don't enjoy yourself, I do remember a particular time when we were here uh, not too far I down the... I, I did in a day. No, okay? no, what I'm saying is I won a uh, a square during a Super Bowl party and didn't realize uh-huh. it and won like... <laughs> One two two hundred bucks, and I said, "Ah, we should go to the strip club." And then just handed handed Alan like forty dollars in ones, and he was like, <laughs> "Wee!" <laughs> oh man, those days, uh, those days of the Super Bowl party uh, <laughs> at, at fucking Sliders. Yeah, we'd always have the Super Bowl party with some fraternity brothers and some few other friends, and we would always go to fucking scores. This shit show. This was the Broncos Seahawks Super Bowl for for. This wasn't like two years ago. This, just to give you a, a frame yeah. of reference on on time. Nice, good times, dude. I used to have to do live broadcasts from a strip club, so she knew I was going to that strip club. So I used to have to do these live broadcasts from a strip club in Seaford, Delaware. So imagine what the ladies in Seaford, Delaware looked like. And they would walk up to me constantly while I was trying to do this fucking like, hey, baby, you want to dance? Like, no, I'm working. I am, too. Like, okay, yeah, I know. I'm not I'm not interested. Like, I'll fuck you. And then then they, this would this would be the exit. This would be their exit line. Well, fuck you then. Like, <laughs> I'm glad glad to know uh, strippers in Seaford sound like Selma from The Simpsons. <laughs> well, their their voice boxes have been roughed up by more than cigarettes in Seaford, Delaware. I know that. Oh shit! <clears throat> that was before you go, Alan. Tell the kiddos and the kiddies and the kidettes where you can find the middle classos. The kidettes, eh? Uh, of course, you can always find us on your favorite social media platforms. We're on Instagram and Twitter at MDL Classholes. You can find us on Facebook as The Middle Classholes, and of course, The Middle Classholes as well on TikTok. And for your listening pleasures, please catch us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. And don't forget our favorite mode of communication traditional email. That's right. We like attachments, PDFs, all types. Word documents, <laughs> Excel spreadsheets, if you have them. <laughs> drop them on in there. We'll we even, fucking love it. We'll you can it. send those <laughs> to tickleourtummies at gmail.com. That's right. Tickleourtummies at gmail.com. I think at this point, we'll even take a notepad 
file. Yeah, that'd be fine. You could send me something that we can't even open. You send me like a like a CAD drawing, like a construction. I I don't have the technology, but we'll take it. <laughs> I'm assuming we got nothing more. No, yeah. I mean, well, we have something from a uh, the GoFundMe, which is uh, let's see, this is a. Uh, uh, meet Kai, the 15 year old who asks for donations to cancer research for every birthday. You guys want to be depressed, or would you like me to stop there? <laughs> nah, we're good. Yeah, <laughs> not many kids get exactly what they want for their birthday for 10 years in a row, but since Kai Martin was five years old, that's precisely what happened. However, he never asks for a typical kid his age what they might ask for. All he wants for his birthday year after year is people to donate to cancer research. Fuck you, Kai. You're depressing me. Yeah. Fuck, fuck you, Kai, for being a better person than me. What is his first name? Cobra? Yeah. We blew it. All that good work for that. <laughs> if you're so hot on cancer, Kai, why don't you cure it? <laughs> you know, lightning is a thousand times hotter than the sun. So I'm sure if you encapsulate some of that, you could probably run that through. There's some, there's some cancer coursed veins. Okay, this just in. West Fox wants to electrocute cancer patients. <laughs> Not repeatedly, just a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. Hey, just remember, if you die, so does the cancer. That's right. Cured. Booyah. All right, folks. Uh, hey, man. Uh, Masters this weekend. Baseball's back. Enjoy yourselves. No, uh, No more COVID jokes. Because COVID's over and uh, kind of. <laughs> I think we were just like, well, it's over now, whether you like it or not. <laughs> Wait, I'm, okay, I know we've already done before you go and all that. Is it over? Is no, it over? I mean, like, I mean, honestly. The the uh, the new cases curve is still at like 25,000 new a day. But, uh, I mean, it, it's, I don't know. Kind of flattened out. There've been two new variants that have popped up, but nothing, no research really on them. But like I was talking to Kelly today and Hopkins like campus and all of them went back to like masks and testing uh, protocols that they had already let loose of. So it's usually an interesting sign when Hopkins is like, yeah, all of our buildings back to it. Uh, So you're saying it's over? Yeah, I mean, depends on what you want to. Hey, look, uh, I believe the American government has said, "Fuck it." Yeah. Uh, so you know, <laughs> whatever you're feeling, I think is kind of. So what, I just so basically, Russia cured COVID as soon as they attacked Ukraine. I'd like to say the Ukraine was over cured COVID, but yeah, either way, good call. Yeah. I like that. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. come yeah. to think of it, they. They never mentioned whether or not the Southwest jerker offer was messed up or not. I want to know now. Good point. Yeah. Good That's, point. Well, sit. he had to have somewhere to wipe it. <laughs> well, it said he tasted it or something. That shit was wild. It said that in the article. He painted what? It, yeah. Pull that article back up. Hold on. Pause. Captain well, audience. <laughs> well, I mean, they're not serving. I mean, because of COVID, they're not serving snacks on the plane. So, what else are you going to do for protein? <laughs> See, Ooh. there you go. All right, broadcast. Okay. There's our thing. Oh, God, I thought we'd get done in an hour and a half. 
Here we well, are. Almost. We were almost there. Here we are, leaking. <laughs> yuck, yuck. <laughs> we, we, we cut this is actually, I'm actually, I don't get disgusted by much of anything, but this is actually starting to get me there. But I am interested to find that information. So you weren't disgusted by uh, by the Selma uh, and Patty? Uh, uh, I might not be able to open the article now. It wants me to subscribe. Ooh. Oh, that's a shame. But there was like, if you saw the article, there was a little snippet of like a court document. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it says that the fucking lady thought, I guess the witness thought she saw him lick a white substance off his fingers. Mm. Yeah. I, th- I thought we caught that. I don't know. I apologize. No, we certainly didn't talk about him licking his cum off his fingers. I was reading. I was reading that article for a second. I must not pay attention. We we missed that uh, extreme, extremely well, hey, long. Ladies and gentlemes, uh, hey, remember that update? Wes said we never do, but we do, we we definitely do sometimes. He licked jizz off his Mr. fingers. Mister McCarry has a bit of a has a bit of a tick. Looks scum off yeah. himself. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. On that note. Double salute. Good night.